If your business is tired of paying unpredictable and high phone bills, do what I did. Switch to Zoom Call's cloud business phone service. You'll pay the same low amount every month, no matter how many calls you have in the U.S. and Canada. And Zoom Calls has a really cool feature called voicemail drops. Whenever you reach someone's voicemail, just say hi in their name and then click a couple of buttons on your phone to leave your pre-recorded message. It saves both your voice and your time. Check out zoomcalls.com. That's zoomcalls.com. I think you'll love it. Attention, you're listening to the Todd Huff Radio Show, America's home for conservative, not bitter talk radio. Be advised that the content of this program has been documented to prevent and even cure liberalism, and listening may cause you to lean to the right. Here's your conservative, but not bitter host, Todd Huff. That is right. You are listening to the home of conservative, not bitter talk, and my oh my. You know, yesterday, yesterday I came on this program and said, let's see, what is today? Thursday. On Tuesday night, I went to bed thinking that the election results in the state of Michigan, excuse me, specifically the district, uh, the county of Floyd, was going to be over overturned, or excuse me, at least not certified. Let's say that, not certified. I go to bed and find that that is simply uh, not the case. Remember yesterday we had the the findings of where the individuals were unable to come to an agreement, the four voters... The four uh, members of the election board would not certify. Two of them were. The the two Democrats would. The two Republicans would not. And then we find out that, yes, yes, they – yes, they did somehow overnight. And so – so we – I woke up to that yesterday morning. Now, this morning, I wake up saying something exactly the opposite – Exactly the opposite. In fact, the Epic Times and I look the Epic Times, folks. There's there's not a lot of journalism out there. I'm just going to tell you this. You know this. The Epic Times is a place, and I'll tell you another place that you can get news besides the Epic Times is a site called Just the News. Justthenews.com. Headline here. So remember, last night I go to bed thinking that this was going to be contested, where they would not certify the results. We all did. For those of those that were watching Tuesday night, you wake up yesterday morning and you find that suddenly they've got the city or excuse me, well, specifically the city of, of Detroit and the county of Floyd that's under question. Then we find out the next morning that it's fine. Now I go to bed last night thinking that same thing you did, which is they've capitulated. They Republicans have capitulated again because that's uh, what was being reported, except Apparently, that's not the case. Justthenews.com is reporting this. Headline, in dramatic reversal, Wayne County Election Board, Republicans rescind votes certifying results. Let me just pause and let me say kudos to the two individuals who've been doxxed by losers on Twitter. Losers on Twitter who think that if someone does something against 
their preference against what they want to see happening on Twitter, that they will release the names, faces, cell numbers if they got them, addresses, all just, of course, in public service. I wonder where Jack is. Jack Dorsey on this. This doesn't seem to be a problem in, in many instances for Twitter. Twitter seems more interested in making sure if you read anything by Donald J. Trump on their platform that you need to know that the election has been declared by Joe, or for Joe Biden by members of the media, which yippee yippee I guess, cares. Anyway, so, so apparently that's not what's happening. What we were told yesterday – let me just read part of the story. An affidavits. So these are signed affidavits. These are – these are legally admissible statements. These are um, statements that carry, you know, if folks are lying in these statements, the consequence of perjury is carried with it. So this is what these affidavits, uh, the GO, GOP canvas board members in affidavits claim that they were bullied and say there are too many irregularities in Detroit vote to justify accepting re- election results. This is by John Solomon at justthenews.com. In an extraordinary turnabout that foreshadows possible legal action, the two GOP members of Wayne County's election board signed affidavits Wednesday night alleging that they were bullied and misled. Misled. I remember saying this yesterday. In fact, I think I tweeted this for the Twitter record. I believe... Sorry, I just had a flash in my mind. Maybe... Can Twitter go in and change your Twitter... Your tweets... I don't. I don't put it past them. I don't put anything past any of these jokers at any point at this point in time. But I said yesterday, who really thinks? Or maybe I just tweeted this. These these two uh, election board officials in Wayne County, Michigan, they made an agreement. We'll certify the vote if you do a full audit. And I said, give me a break. I told this to friends. Who really thinks this is going to happen? And if it does happen, who thinks it's going to be a real thing versus what we're seeing in the state of Georgia? Georgia is an absolute unmitigated disaster. Michigan is an absolute unmitigated disaster. Pennsylvania is an absolute unmitigated disaster. I think we're about to find out that Wisconsin is an absolute unmitigated disaster, as is Nevada, or as Trump insists on calling it, Nevada. It is an absolute unmitigated disaster. Arizona may be too. Who knows? It may be even well beyond this. But let me get back to this to this article here saying that, wait a minute, the election board in Wayne County did not certify the results. So they've come out and they said they've been bullied and misled into approving election results in Michigan's largest metropolis and do not believe the votes should be certified until serious irregularities in Detroit votes are resolved. The statements by Wayne County Board of Canvassers, Chairman Monica Palmer and fellow GOP member William C. Hartman rescinding their votes from a day earlier threw into question anew whether Michigan's presidential vote currently favoring Democrat Joe Biden will be certified. No no word yet. If the media, who's apparently what uh, they are the self-proclaimed arbiters of the election, no, no word if the media is going to allow this. 
I guess. Um, and that's what we're supposed to believe. The media decides who the president is. So I don't know what they're even meeting for. Why are they meeting to approve <laughs> to to certify votes? I thought the media had already spoken. I mean, that's why, folks, you were tuned in here to this program. I am broadcasting live from the office of the potential future president of the United States. It's a new office that we've created here. And why not? Joe Biden can be the president-elect and working officially from his office, which is absurd and silly on so many levels. But nonetheless, this is – I mean if we can create these things, if we can carry this narrative of Joe Biden being president because the media said so, what are these folks even meeting about? Why are they – why isn't uh, Don Lemon and tough guy Chris Cuomo sitting there certifying the election results? Where's Wolf Blitzer? Maybe we can get Rachel Maddow over there. That should make you feel more comfortable – about these results. No way should this stuff be certified. Folks, we have reached a point. <laughs> if if people watching this, if you can't look at this and realize that there are dramatic, insane, inexcusable, just almost too numerous, uh, numerous account problems in our system of voting. Now, this isn't in every single state, though it could be. Who knows what the vulnerabilities are, really? This is, remember, we've had an election for, what, two weeks ago now? Two weeks and a couple of days. Two weeks ago. This is what we found out in two weeks. Two weeks. We're still, what is it, three and a half weeks or so from um, electors being chosen? We're not even halfway from the midpoint between election and the electors being chosen yet. We have twice as much time, not twice as much, but getting almost maybe 70% more time on between now and the day that electors have to be chosen as we have between election day and today. What are we going to find out in that time? What are we going to find out? It's so naive. It is beyond naive. I will go as far to say if someone doesn't see a problem here, they don't have to say it's to to the same level of the problem that I believe, that I see, or that maybe you see or whatever. They don't have to acknowledge it in the same, uh, that it's the same level. But my goodness, if they don't see any, any problem, folks, they are either willingly naive or they just are blinded by their hatred for Trump. This is something, and I want to talk to, for just a moment, to my Democrat friends that I know that tune into this program, you're not a radical leftist. You hear me regularly defending you. Many of you are single-issue voters, whatever that is, where you're a union Democrat, you're a pro-choice Democrat, but you're Republican in every other way. You are – it doesn't matter what the issue is. You know who, you know who I'm talking to this, if this describes you. you. You even voted for Biden. You voted for Biden because of one issue, whatever that is. It doesn't even matter to me at this particular point in time. Not even judging you for that. No, I'm conservative, not bitter. I think that we need to find ways to connect in our commonalities and save what's what is remaining of this republic, this constitutional republic at this particular moment in time. It is in crisis. It is stretching at the seams. It is being tested. Its constitutional roots are being Tested, fraud, manipulation, irregularities, downright alleged criminal actions are taking inside of polling places. I'm talking with you. I know you voted for Joe Biden. Can we just agree? And I will extend my hand to you. I'm doing it now to the camera. 
You can grab it in your mind and you can shake it. We can agree on this. No matter what the results, no matter what the results really are in the 2020 election, just forget about that for a moment. Can you and I and millions of others like us connect and agree, no matter what the pundits, no matter what the media, no matter what the leaders of either party say, don't even care about that at this point, not minimizing it completely, because there are voices of reason and folks that are sounding the alarm bells out there, and we'll get into that a little bit as the program comes together today. But can we agree? Can you shake my hand? Can we have a an agreement that no matter who wins this thing, we just want to count. We want to count all the legally cast ballots, and we don't want to count any illegally cast ballots. Can we agree upon that? Can you and I agree on that? I think that that is so fundamentally simple. We should be able to agree. Now, if that means Joe Biden, Joe Biden gets 270 or more electoral votes, you'll find the vast majority. Now, we won't be happy, conservatives, Republicans, but you'll find the vast majority of people, if this is even salvageable at this point, I mean, that's the question. There's so much fraud. There's so much lying, deceit, deception. These folks that like to operate in in darkness, Behind closed doors, don't let poll workers, poll observers in. There's a lot of questions. But if we can somehow expose enough light to where we're, you know, where we know that Joe Biden won this election fair and square, you will find Republicans and conservatives like me will accept that. We won't accept it in some sense, meaning we want to fight and stop the nonsense that's about to be pushed upon us. But we will accept that. Now, the question is, the question is, and you, you, when you flip this in your mind, you know immediately what I'm talking about. If, I, if, if, I, if you have to utter the words, Trump won this election fair and square, as I'm looking at Biden here from his office of the president-elect. I mean, he's trying so hard. You know, me thinks he protests too much here. But nonetheless, if Trump really wins this, and I know immediately when I say that, you start thinking about, oh my gosh, what's going to happen? You do, don't you? You think... What's going to happen in these cities across this country? You think what's going to happen if they don't certify the board, the, the, the vote in Detroit? And again, God bless these two canvassers for standing firm in truth. They should not be asked to certify something that there's no way they can certify it. No idea. There is no way on earth that they know anything remotely close to the vote totals, what they really are in Wayne County. Would these folks need protection? Pray for their safety. I mean, they they literally have taken their life in their hands because of some of the way that these folks... You you see how they immediately, on Tuesday night, began to go after these folks. And at first, they kind of capitulated. They thought they found a solution, but then they realized, no, no, we don't, because we're dealing with people that are completely untrustworthy, that are completely in this for one thing, getting Joe Biden elected, no matter what the cost. I haven't even talked about the Senate seat in Michigan, that puts the Senate seat in Michigan up for grabs. Folks, if, if this is as bad as it sounds like it may potentially be, we may literally have seen a Republican gain. I'm not predicting it, but there could have been a Republican gain in the Senate. There could have been a Republican victory in the House. It is close enough. Remember, they were telling us Democrat landslide, Nancy Pelosi going to be you know, speaker. She's the speaker again, whatever. But she was going to have a a bigger majority. None of that turned out to be the case. None of it. 
smallest majority since World War II or some such thing. And we're not done counting there either. But can we just agree, whatever the outcome, if the votes really show that Donald Trump won by one electoral vote or massive landslide numbers, same for Biden, can we all agree that we will support that outcome? In the sense, not, I'm, not, I'm not asking you to support what Trump is trying to accomplish. You can still fight that and argue against it. But this nonsense is tearing this nation apart at the seams, at a very fundamental, foundational level. And I know that there are Democrats, and they're not in the leadership of the Democrat Party. Folks, Those, many of those individuals have made their decision and have, I mean, gone down paths and of, of both parties. I'm not just picking on the Democrats, but a lot of these folks have made their decision. They've decided to embrace the political world, which means that all they care about is their political survival. This is all a game to them. This is about keeping power. This is about enriching themselves and their families in some instances, in extreme cases, abusing their power, wanting to stay there for as long as possible. This is the antithesis of what our founders envisioned. A lot of folks have taken that path. I'm not talking about that class of people. I'm talking about the people that are walking down the street well, as much as you can walk down the street in America today, people that go to their Thanksgiving dinners, as long as, of course, governors in certain states allow that to happen. <sighs> I'm just asking you, can we agree? And I think that we can. I think there's a lot of agreement between us, and this nonsense has to stop. Reasonable people have to be awakened to what is going on here, and we are just scratching the surface. We are just scratching the surface. Got to take a time out. I know we can find agreement on this. Normal people, normal people are not naive to what's going on. This is a mess. This is, this is inexcusable. This is probably criminal in many instances. This cannot be allowed to happen in our constitutional republic. No way. Thank God for Sidney Powell. Thank God for Lynn Wood. Thank God for Jenna Ellis. Thank God for the other folks, Rudy Giuliani out there. And again, I ask the question. I see some. I see... I see Jim Jordan out there. I see Matt Gates out there. I see Ted Cruz out there. Where are the rest of the Republicans? Where are the rest of the Republicans? When our republic was at the greatest risk, some of these folks are hiding in their basement. I don't care what their titles, what their position. This cannot be allowed to stand either. This is when leaders lead. And if you're not out there in front of this, you are by definition not Leading, and I've got to take a break. Got to take a time out. Long in this segment, you're listening to Conservative Not Bitter Talk. Back here in just a minute. So let's talk just for a moment. By the way, I should tell you that my attorneys, vast, vast team of attorneys here have told me to make sure that I let you know that listening to this program can, in fact, cause you to lean to the right. So be careful if you're out there operating heavy machinery today. You may be driving into the office. You may, in fact, find your car veering off to the right. I am not responsible for this. I'm not responsible for this. Um, that is something you have to just simply be aware of by listening to this program. And I am under obligation, according to my attorneys, to pass that information along to you. Now let's get back to this uh, this situation in Wayne County. 
Michigan, Detroit. There's a Democrat state representative-elect, Abraham Ayash. Forgive me if I'm not pronouncing that correctly. A-I-Y-A-S-H. You may have heard this guy um, out there. He is, well, you could certainly make the case. You know, you had these two Republicans on the county, on the uh, the canvassing board who said they wouldn't certify, then they would. Now they're saying that they won't and signed affidavits. They mentioned being bullied. We've seen that their pictures have been on Twitter. Again, I don't know what Jack's out there doing, Jack Dorsey, about that. He may be in the midst of another trip down the Appalachian Trail. Maybe that's how he gets to and fro when he gets called into Senate hearings or whatever. Of course, we do that by Zoom. Who knows? He may be on the Appalachian Trail uh, living off of I No problems with that. It's just interesting to me to watch how this guy shows up to these these meetings, uh, these hearings, looking like he hasn't showered or even, I don't know, brushed his hair in a few weeks. But anyway, so we have... Abraham Ayash, again, if I'm mispronouncing that, I just I read this stuff more than hear, hear them pronounce. But this is uh, what they were referencing. Once the, once the two canvassing board members, the Republicans who would not certify the election results, this is what they're referencing about intimidation. Now, this this is edited in the sense we didn't we didn't change what it, he said. We actually bleeped out. I don't say we. I'm sharing this. Uh, this is from a gentleman I follow on Twitter named Kyle Becker. He used to be, I believe, a um, associate producer or something at Fox, but he's really uncovered and exposed a lot of stuff about this fraud and, and so forth. But anyhow, I want you to hear this. There's a couple of bleeps, but he it's not that he's cussing. His, instead of cussing, what he's doing is uh, giving the location of where um, – Monica Palmer lives and where her kids supposedly go to school. Isn't this nice? Listen to this. Listen to this not even really veiled threat by Abraham Ayash. Let's go back here. Here we go. And what that tells us is you, Miss Monica Palmer from which has a history of racism. Location. Are deciding to enable and continue to perpetuate the racist history of this country. <sighs> so pathetic. And I want you to think about what that means for your kids. Yeah. Probably go to... Name the school. And when they see all their black classmates and they see... I want you to think about what it mean, means for your kids. Right? It's like I'm watching the stinking... Uh, oh, just... Uh, name escape me. Like I'm watching some mafia movie or something. Gonna make you a deal... Gonna make you a deal you can't refuse, right? What is it? I wonder what this means for your kids who probably go to this school. <laughs> what in the world are we living? This is you talk about shakedowns, folks. Here we go. This is an actual shakedown attempt by some radical, idiotic leftist who comes in under the guise of trying, you know, saying that she's she and her Republican colleague have voted to not certify the results because people who live in Detroit are predominantly black. Give me a stinking break. She's perpetuating our racist history. How long is this going to be a narrative that people actually nod in agreement with at all? 
You're perpetuating our race. Have you looked at the evidence? Have you looked at the affidavits? Have you looked at any of the stuff that's being talked about? You have no problems with this, Abraham. You have no problems with what we're seeing being reported in the places like, well, in your particular case, Michigan, but it's widespread. In fact, I've got a series. You know that there's Democrats who have signed in Georgia affidavits alleging problems? Democrats. It's not just Republicans. It is Democrats in the state of Georgia that are signing affidavits. Brian Kemp has got his nose down. He's got one objective, which is to push this thing through and to certify it. It doesn't matter what evidence. This guy, to me, beyond hope, I know he's a Republican. Same thing with the Secretary of State there. These folks have, apparently, it appears to me, they have no interest whatsoever in what the actual truth is. They have a result in mind, and that's what they are hell-bent on achieving. Doesn't matter. Democrats signing affidavits. Anyway, got to take a break. Listen here to the home of conservative, not bitter talk. I am your host, Todd Huff, back here in just a minute. Sorry, I just realized Oz asked me during the break, are we streaming anything to Facebook? We were streaming here. Problem was, you know, I did I did another video last night. Uh when I got uh when I got in from, you know, wherever I was yesterday and I had a couple of short videos to cut for some folks and when I do that, I take it takes away I, I changed some settings and I didn't reset the I forgot about that this morning. So we've been streaming. It just wasn't going anywhere. But now we're on Facebook. Anyway, I want to switch gears and go um to what's happening in Georgia now. There's a reporter for the Epic Times. His name is Ivan Pinchakov. Ivan Pinchakov, and he is sharing some of this affidavit. Uh, these affidavits, this uh, sworn testimony of sorts here uh, with folks who have, you know, been signing these affidavits explaining what's happening in Georgia. Here he has an affidavit from a recount worker in Georgia who has 20 years of experience handling ballots. Um, and this is what the affidavit says. Most of the ballots had uh, had already been handled. They had been written on by people, and the edges were worn. They showed obvious use. However, one batch stood out. So normally, she said, we're recounting these ballots. You could tell that some of these, uh, that the edges were worn. Some of these ballots were written on by people. You could tell that they that they weren't in some sort of, of a pristine condition. However, she said, she said, one batch of ballots stood out. It was pristine. There was a difference in the texture of the paper. It was as if they were intended for absentee use but had not been used for that purpose. There was a difference in the field. These different ballots included a slight depressed prefold so they could be easily folded and unfolded for use in the scanning machines. There was no markings, there were no markings on the ballots to show where they had come from or where they had been processed. These stood out in my 20 years. 20 years experience of handling ballots, I observed that the markings for the candidates on these ballots were unusually uniform, perhaps even 
with a ballot marking device. By my estimate in observing these ballots, now buckle up, this is going to shock you, approximately 98% constituted votes for Joseph Biden. I only observed two of these ballots as votes for President Donald J. Trump. That's one bit, um, that's, that's one particular person. Here's another one. Remember I mentioned earlier in the program that there are Democrats who are signing these affidavits. <clears throat> Here's what this one says. Democrat, a Democrat in Georgia, mind you, <clears throat> excuse me. It was of particular interest to me that hundreds of these ballots seemed impeccable with no folds or creases. The bubble selections were perfectly made all within the circle. Only observed selections in black ink, uh, black ink, and all happened to be selections for, yes, you guessed it, Biden, Democrat. That's a science. Think, think about what you have to get to, folks, in this politically divisive climate to get a Democrat to sign an affidavit to say, you know what? I, I want Biden to win this thing, but I cannot in good conscience tell you that what I'm observing, what the ballots I'm looking at in Georgia— I cannot tell you that I don't think that there's something fishy going on. I can't tell you that I think all those ballots are authentic. I have to share what I believe to be issues of fraud. I know. Remember, there's no fraud. I can't tell you uh, how many know-it-alls that I've encountered out there. They think, this is hilarious. No fraud. This is Trump out there. Yeah. What? Do you, how do you explain know-it-alls out there, the left, leftists out there that— Want to defend this? How do you explain this? Why are there now Democrat poll workers? And it's not just one. Why are they mentioning that there's problems with this? To act like this is not a problem, a widespread, systemic, just absolutely corrupt problem in some places. I mean off the charts. In some of these places, I literally have zero faith. And they would include places like Detroit they would include places like Philadelphia, and now it hurts me to say it, it includes places like Atlanta. And of course, I mean, there's other places as well. But nonetheless, here's another um, another Democrat, another Democrat who has signed an affidavit. Different Democrat in Georgia. I watched them pull out a pile of what I observed to be absentee ballots and noticed two very distinct characteristics that these ballots had. One, I noticed that they all had a perfect black bubble and were all Biden select. <laughs> of course. Number two, oh, sorry, not two yet. I was able to observe the perfect bubble for a few minutes before they made me move away from the table. At no time did I speak to the poll workers or obstruct them in any way. I heard them go, th uh, heard them go through the stack and call out Biden's name over 500 times in a row. <clears throat> Folks, <laughs> I mean, what? What? We've been talking about turning into a banana republic. I mean, folks, this is a banana republic. You cannot tell me. What are the odds? It's like Hillary back in 2008 when she won whatever it was, 10 coin tosses in a row. I asked the question who brought the quarter? Did Huma Abedin bring the quarter? Where is Huma? I want to know where Huma is. Is Huma out there delivering ballots in the state of Georgia? Because I'm thinking this has Huma Abedin's fingerprints all over it. Where's, where's Anthony Weiner? 
Where are these folks? Where, where are these folks that we cannot trust in the Democrat Party? There's a lot to name. But where are they? Are they driving? If you see one of them in a UPS vehicle or a pickup truck or, God forbid, even a semi, maybe some of these folks have gone out and gotten their CDL so they can drive big rigs around full of ballots for Biden. Probably, there probably is a hashtag. Ballots for Biden. Call me up. Call me up. Whoever, what insert Huma Abedin, whoever. Call me up and I'll make sure we get, quote, hashtag ballots for Biden. You need some ballots for Biden in your district? Not a problem. We know that some states are still counting. We got plenty of time. We have as much time as we need. Because unless brave Republicans stand up and, and tell people what's going on, and get that information to brave attorneys like Lynn Wood and Sidney Powell and Jenna Ellis and Rudy Giuliani, everything is working as planned. Folks, this is unbelievable. I got another thing I want to show you, tell you about. I can't, I'm just telling you what's out there. The Gateway Pundit says that he has, um, the founder has said that he's uncovered what's really going on here. I'm not saying it's the case, but folks, it makes as much sense as anything else we're being told. And I'm going to share that with you here after the break. And folks, we are just two, a little over two weeks into this. A little over two weeks into this. We've got a, we've still got a long way to go before we get to the, uh, the electors being chosen. So a quick timeout is in order. Sit tight back here in just a minute. I mentioned before the break that there is uh, the Gateway Pundit. The Gateway Pundit is telling us, here it is, took me a second to find this, thegatewaypundit.com. I read the Gateway Pundit uh, on regular occasions. It's not uncommon for me to look at their stuff. I can't speak to, I mean, look, I, I'm, just, I'm just telling you this at this point. This is Jim Hoft. He is the founder. He's the founder of the Gateway Pundit. So he has released a video. He's released a video. It's on Rumble. Rumble may be a new thing. I don't know if some of you know about Rumble or not, but um, it's also on YouTube, but except for it's not really on YouTube. It's not on YouTube because... um, YouTube is, I think, last check has blocked it. So he's got this video. It's just words. It's just, it's just words like he's typing on a screen. It's a video of, of typing, explaining what he calls the drop and roll. And the drop and roll, the terms that he's come up with, describes what he says is happening, what he says is happening with um, – the way elections are being this the way this election is being stolen so he calls the drop so you take the trump what he puts calls the landslide and you dump a massive number of votes of unexplained votes usually in the dead of night in states like michigan that was 141,000 i see now in places like uh, where else georgia it happened and other places and then he says you fix – they fixed the remaining vote counts in exact proportion to keep the lead. 
So, and he's, he's documented. And now I look, I can't personally vouch for this. I don't want you to think that I'm just simply saying that there's people out there that are showing the numbers and explain and showing us things that are problematic. If this is whether or not this happened or not, that's a problem. I don't want to say that, but if you see the data, I mean, the data clearly shows stuff that's not possible. So in Georgia, for example, President Trump was up by as much as 57% to 42%. This is in his video. So then he says the drop happens. The, the Then dumps of unexplained ballots given to Biden for hours until Joe Biden takes the leads. And we've referenced some of those, right? We just heard a an affidavit from someone who said 500 b- votes for ballot uh, for Biden in a row. Pristine ballots, all marked in black ink, staying perfectly within the circle. Highly irregular. Even Democrats attesting to this. Hey, there's something wrong with these ballots. Think about that. Democrats are signing affidavits saying we can't trust some of these votes that are coming in for Biden. Let that sink in. Then back to back to the gateway pundit here. Then they say the rule. Then for the next, ready for this? Listen to this. The next 53 batches of votes that were counted, every single vote batch had exactly a 50.05 to 49.95 victory margin for Biden. Now, again, I can't personally vouch for this. I haven't done the, the data dive and dug into this, but he shows screenshots of returns and it shows for one two i mean multiple i mean i'm counting over i don't know was he fifth what was it he says 53 i'm looking at on the screenshot probably 15 or so and every single one it says percent biden 50.05 percent trump 49.95 on down the list for 53 straight drops folks (laughs) folks if this is true and again, I'm just saying I have to to, to say I, I have not done this deep dive, but he's showing what appears to be screenshots of actual of actual voting data reports or uh, results from Georgia as they came in. If that's true, that is absolutely impossible. No way that 53 straight uh, drops were 50.05 to 49.95. So that's how he's saying this is happening. I'm not making any I'm just saying there's evidence here to figure, to say that something is really out of line in a lot of places and we should be concerned greatly for this republic. Got to take a break, come back and talk uh, more about this in just a second. Sit tight. You're listening to Conservative Not Better Talk. I'm your host Todd Huff back in just a minute. got a question on i don't have time to go into this deeply in fact barely at all but i can say this what's going to happen i mean the the state legislatures i have an interview with hans von spakovsky of the uh, heritage foundation here actually just a little bit later this morning i plan on playing that tomorrow but i'm going to ask him some of these questions but folks state legislatures are ultimately responsible for choosing electors to send to the electoral college to actually vote for the president of the united states and the thing is, 
they're going to have to decide. Do we, you know, normally they, they go with what the vote says in their state, as they should by law. But what if they can't believe those results? What if they're so tainted? They're going to have to choose on their own. Anyway, I got to go. Thanks for listening. SDGC tomorrow. Take care.